You're listening to The Lone Signing Hustle with Brett Reitler, where I dive into marketing, branding, tips, and the resources you need to becoming a successful loan signing agent. Take back control over your life and live in the freedom that you deserve. This is a hustle you won't want to miss. This is episode 28, Mistakes I See as a Signing Service Owner. Now, we all make mistakes, we aren't perfect, and they do happen. So I wanna dive into the mistakes that I see come back from notaries that are subcontracted either locally or out of state. So before I dive into this podcast where I share some secrets to building a successful loan signing business, whether you're a new notary or an experienced pro, you'll find valuable tips and strategies to help you grow your business and increase your income. Be sure to check out the official Notary Public Journal by Signatures USA, available now on Amazon. I created this journal specifically designed for loan signing agents to make your closings more efficient and profitable. And if you're loving the show, don't forget to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform and also follow me on Instagram at The Loan Signing Hustle. Your support helps me reach more listeners so I can bring you even more valuable content. Now, let's dive right into this episode. The mistakes that I see as a signing service owner. Now, if you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while, then you'll know that I started my nationwide signing service and I am now contracting out closings in various states across the country. If you are new and you didn't know that, be sure to go to my website, www.signaturesusa.com and sign up as a notary. I'm always looking for well-qualified professional notaries and loan signing agents to assist in the closings that I have for new and hard-earned clients that I get um, for my out-of-state closings. So be sure to go to my website, and fill in your information to become a notary for Signatures USA. Now, I wanted to create this episode because there are mistakes that I see and have seen come back multiple times in closings. Now, I've learned as a signing service owner to avoid these mistakes in the future by having specific statements vetted out to the notary and just making sure that these don't happen. But I'm going to still go over them because if you're a new notary, it gives you kind of the heads up and and alert of what to look out for so you don't make these mistakes. The first one, which is so silly, 
but I have seen it multiple times, is using the incorrect colored ink. Now, if you are a certified loan signing agent, which you've taken a course um, and all of that jazz, you know to always use blue ink. And the blue ink really helps differentiate the originals from the copies when escrow is making them out to the county, the lender, and for their files. And when they're in black ink, it's really hard and it really slows down the process when the escrow officers are having to figure out what the original is. And some lenders will not even fund if it's in black ink. So making sure that you are always signing in blue ink unless specified otherwise, if the lender says this needs to be in black, obviously you will do it in black ink. But other than that, always do it in blue ink and you will be golden. No questions asked. Basically only carry blue pens on you so you're forced to only use a blue pen. And also make sure you're checking the borrower's pens. So I've even been in closings myself where the client will have their favorite pen and I don't even think about it. But the first thing I start off the closings with now is making sure that they need a blue pen. And if they don't have one, I have a ton that they may use. Because if you forget to make that statement and they start signing and let's say you don't have double sets of docs, you need to make sure that they're signing in blue. And I've definitely seen this happen before. So the correct colored ink, that's the number one mistake that I've seen come back a few times. I wouldn't say it's the number one, but it's the number one we're talking about. If you get where I'm going. Now, the next one that I see is missed initials on the deed of trust and the mortgage. Now, a lot of the time, you won't even need to initial every page on the deed of trust or the mortgage. But there are some lenders out there that require initials at the bottom of each and every page. Now, the mistake that I see the notaries make the most is they'll get every page initialed and then there'll be like a blank 15th page with no signature, no notarial act, nothing like that, but it does need an initial. And if you know, the deed of trust is probably one of the most important security instruments in the transaction. So if there is a missed initial on that, that will have to go back to get signed. They can't just correct that. So missed initials on the deed of trust and mortgage. I will also say that when you're having your clients initial these documents and they have their full names out there, like first, middle, last, they need to initial that way as well. They can't just initial first and last they need to initial first, middle, and last. It's kind of a given, but once again, once you get caught up in signing all these documents and then you come across initials and they just initial it immediately, you're not really thinking about that. So make sure that they're initialing as their names 
appear on the documents. The next one that I see is missed initials on the uniform residential loan application. If you have two borrowers and they are applying for joint credit, they will initial separately on each one of their applications. So usually on the first page, you will see John Doe's application and right under it, it says, I'm applying for individual credit. And then there will be a bubble that's checked off stating I'm applying for joint credit. If that bubble is checked off, John Doe or John Smith, whatever name I use, he is going to initial there, not the co-borrower, not him and the co-borrower, just him. I think a lot of new notaries that see this section get kind of confused and they don't really know what to do. So they'll have them both initial. Only the person that is on that part of the application, which is their application, they will initial. So then once you go through the pages and you get to the co-borrower's application, they're going to initial under joint credit as well, if that makes sense. Sorry if I'm talking a little exhausted. Today was a long day. I'm not going to lie. Today was a long day. I had an appointment that popped up last minute before another appointment and that worked out fine. I made it to the first appointment and then I went to the second appointment and the lender misspelled the client's middle name on all of the loan documents. So it had to be redrawed, reworked up, and then I had to go back out there to get it fixed. Obviously, I got paid double the fee, and I feel like you should as a notary if the lender makes a mistake like that. Obviously, if you're assigned through a signing service, they're going to have to approve that. But, ooh, yeah, today was just one of those days and you know it all worked out everything's good we are good they got signed it funded it closed and everybody is happy but i'm a little worn out um so i apologize if i sound a little worn out now the next thing that i see incorrect is missed initials on corrections so If you are making a correction as the notary under the state and county, let's say the state and county is wrong because the file was from out of state and the property is out of state, so it's automatically filled in. So you cross it out and you put the correct state and county in. Well, you need to initial that. Those are corrections made to the document. So if it's not blank and you're just filling it in like normal and you're crossing it out and filling in the correct term, you need to initial that correction. And that goes with the borrowers as well. If they made a mistake on a date or you are correcting a date, let them know, put a straight line through it and initial next to their correction. That is something that I see a lot lately and I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense because 
you know, if you're making a correction on loan documents, you need to initial. So that is another thing that I see missed. Um, a missing notarial seal. I feel like we have all had this. We've all had our days. We've missed a stamp. Obviously, when you get scanned back in, the signing service or title office will be like, hey, you missed this stamp. I need you to stamp it and you get it done. Sometimes the borrowers are rushing you through. I've had these moments and these are the times that I've missed it. They're like, hey, we need to get this done in 15 minutes, sign 150 pages, let's do it. And I'm like, I'm here for this because you know what? That means I just made $150 in 15 minutes. But that also makes your job a little more stressful because you have to stay organized and you have to stay detail-oriented to make sure that these things don't happen and you miss your seal. So missing a stamp is something that I've seen come back a couple times. Now, the next one is not returning scan backs in a PDF form. You guys, escrow offices, when they're reviewing these documents, as well as the lenders, they don't want photos. They don't have time to open up photos of these documents. Get a scanner on your phone. There's TurboScan. I've been using TurboScan for years. It works amazing. Um, and it uploads your files in a PDF. They want these scan backs in PDFs, no photos. The only thing that I will say is somewhat acceptable for a photo is maybe the identifications. But even so, be professional, take your job seriously, and download an app on your phone like TurboScan. I think Adobe has one. There's tons of scanning apps. Download it on your phone and get PDF scans of even their identifications. It's not hard. Be professional. It will get you more work because when you're scanning things in under photos, I can guarantee that signing service probably won't use you again because they almost lost a client with their title office because the title office is now frustrated. Everything came back in a photo. So get it in a PDF form. Do that. And probably the last thing that I see is no copies of the identifications. I haven't seen this a lot. I've only seen this once because I make it very clear in the instructions under each closing to get copies of IDs. They need this for the file. Um, so make sure you get copies of the IDs. Like I said, it's ideal if you flip over a piece of paper, put them on there, and scan it with your phone so they have a PDF. But if you end up taking a photo, fine. At the end of the day, they'll have a copy of the IDs and they do need them. So what do I do when I find these mistakes? Right now, I am requiring all notaries for every closing because I haven't built enough business to have notaries that I trust just yet and I'm using over and over and over again. 
Now, I require scanbacks on all of my files. And this is because one, I've never used a notary. And two, I've seen these mistakes come back. And right when I catch these mistakes, I immediately call up the notary. Hey, can you please do this? Can you please fix this initial? Can you please add your stamp before you ship these documents off? And that is what a signing service owner should be doing because once those docs get back and title doesn't have an initial on the deed of trust and it's funding that day, it's not going to fund. So scanbacks, scanbacks are so important and I require them and that's what I do and how I fix them. And I am so appreciative of all the notaries out there and loan signing agents, because I understand what it's like to go out there, put in hard work, and it sucks when you make a mistake, but it's your job to get it fixed. And if you want to earn more business, you will get it fixed promptly. Now, as we come to the end of this episode, I always leave you with this challenge. Take one step, no matter how small, towards your loan signing business today. It could be reaching out to a new client, learning a new skill, or even just setting a goal for yourself. And remember, success is not a destination. It's a journey. So stay curious, stay hungry, and stay committed to your journey. And if you want to be the first to know about the next episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Instagram at The Loan Signing Hustle. If you have a question or you'd like to be on an episode with me, send an email to info at signaturesusa.com. Until next time, this is The Loan Signing Hustle.